good evening, happy Boxing Day, and welcome to a festive special edition of Fools Rush In. Um, special in the sense of, with the exception of myself, none of the regular panellists are here, but we've got some of our favourite friends joining us uh, to discuss what was, um, well, not a great day for STFC today, let's be honest. But uh, I'm sure we'll have some fun, some laughs, and certainly have some opinions. But before we say hello to everybody, let's uh, let's roll the titles. Take my hand, take my whole life too, but I can't help falling. And let's start with some returning guests, shall we? Um, if ever there was a time that we needed some seasonal joy, this lady is certainly going to bring it tonight uh, as we welcome back Claire. Good evening. How are you? Good evening. I'm good. Apart, although my voice says otherwise, I'm fine. We're I'm describing fine. that. Uh, <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> let's be honest. It wouldn't be the first time someone on this panel has done it without with only half a voice. I've been guilty of it on more than one occasion. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a lovely Christmas though? Yeah, it, it was very chilled and relaxed. Very chilled and relaxed. Good. Just the good. way I like it in my age. <laughs> Your age indeed. <laughs> Honestly, what are you like? Well, I'm sure, <laughs> judging by how the voice hasn't really held up, you're going to have plenty to say on the events at the county ground today. Um, but before we let you, you know, we let you loose on all of that, let's say hello to another returning guest and another one of our absolute fave contributors. Good evening, Joe. How are you? Hello, 5 I'm good, thank you. You? Very, very well, thank you. Did you and the family have a great Christmas as well? Yeah, it was really nice, really quiet, really relaxed, lovely, thank you. Good, good, glad to hear it. And was there a, a full contingent at the game today? Uh, yes. Nice. Uh, so I'm sure there's going to be plenty of opinion and you would have been told plenty of things that you have to say tonight as well. So look forward to that um, as we have our first comments coming in. Good evening, Dan. Uh, good evening to everyone after another frustrating day. Hope you had a good Christmas. We hope you did as well, Dan. And uh, thank you for joining us. Um, We've got uh, we've got Sean saying, "Where's your voice gone, Claire? Wasn't much to shout about today." Uh, there I'm was some shout. This is a shouting at the ref voice. <laughs> <laughs> at the ref voice. Uh, we've also got a fool's debut tonight um, from well, the first time we're actually allowed to say that someone's dialed in from another country. But one of our absolute faves and a long-time contributor and listener, someone I've had the pleasure of meeting on a couple of occasions this season. Uh, so all the way from Jakarta, good evening and good morning to Gav. How are you, buddy? Yeah, morning, Fifey. All good, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, very, very well. Um, I, I will send my apologies to your better half for the nice early alarm call, but uh, I'm delighted you've finally been able to, uh, to make it on. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having us. And uh, tell tell me what's what, what's Christmas like over where you are, and, and did you have a nice one? Yeah, it was good, thank you. Um, here in Jakarta with my wife's family, so it was nice not to uh, just a quiet one on Christmas Day with a mum and a couple of aunties, and then we had a big party today. Nice. Um, which kicked off at twelve o'clock our time, and it was still going 
which I think is about, which is five o'clock your UK time. Yeah, because you're seven hours ahead, I believe. Yeah, and they were still here when when that second goal went in. So <laughs> wow. like they were, it was like a thirteen-hour shift for those guys, but uh, no, it was good. It was good. Nice, great, glad to hear it. And we are also scheduled to be joined by uh, by a fifth panelist. Um, He's just having a few tech issues at the moment. Uh, this is why, uh, this is just a, a user guidance thing. This is why I stick to Android, because Apple, not great. Uh, trying to, he's, he's having issues with his iPad, but I'm sure uh, we will get that sorted and uh, we will get our next panellist on very, very shortly. But shall we begin while we wait um, with something, that, uh, something of a festive failure, unfortunately? Um, Joe, I'll start with you. Um, well, there's there's various notes I've taken of, of things I'd like to talk about, but overall, frustrating day at the office, or th did we deserve more than the zero points? Um, no, it was, um, to put it bluntly, shite. Um, I... <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was. Start it was strong. Good. Yeah, exactly. I think that um the first what 20 minutes half an hour at a push was looking like decent football um but the rest of it was scrappy and poor and yeah the ref didn't help at all the um it, it was just rubbish i i did i was that cold at one point i thought to myself oh you know i could probably skip out a little bit earlier and go and at least you know get home and have a Baileys and whatnot but then yeah it was just it was just not great football for Boxing Day I really had high expectations for today but it just didn't <clears> really <throat> didn't at all what a shame the only thing I will say is that you could tell when um Gladders and Heaven Murphy came on um they made a real difference and they should have been on earlier but probably not match fit I don't know but yeah in a nutshell shit that's a very fair reflection. Um, yeah, Claire, you also told me off camera um, it, it was slightly chilly and that there wasn't much to warm you up. I, I think I think I said fucking freezing or something you like did. that. <laughs> well, right, okay. I'll put my disclaimer out there now. It was that cold for the second time ever while watching a game. I left in stoppage time. I stayed till the 90th. I just couldn't sit the extra six minutes. And I'm very thankful I did as well. I, I couldn't have bear to see that second goal go in. It was, it was coming. Uh, and that would have just sent me home even more miserable than I already was with the cold. So it was cold. It was very cold. Um. I mean, I'm flashing up some comments here um, and, and there's some more that we've already been tweeted in, which I'm going to put to you all in, in a bit. But uh, before we get into the individual parts of it, Claire, was was there any, with the exception of the goal, which again will be a, a, a separate talk point, was there any positives to take from it? Um, crowd numbers. The crowd numbers were there, which is still quite encouraging considering our run of results. So that was... I was quite surprised by that crowd number um, after the last displays at the county ground, to be honest. Um, other encouraging signs. As Joe said, Hepburn Murphy is an absolute treat to watch on that. He's just so 
exciting. He, honestly, he, he can turn on a halfpenny, that boy. He, he's just doing things with his body and the ball that I'm not sure is possible to do at speed. But I really enjoy watching him and glad for him. I think it was one of his very first touches that he had when he came on. A sublime pass that just split straight to defense. I thought, what? Like Joe, I was like, why didn't he come on earlier? But again, like Joe, he probably wasn't much fit. But there were positives in there. You had to look hard to find them, but there were positives indeed. But obviously, it's the negative three points that we've ended up coming away with. Um, so we've been going just, what, 10 minutes so far, and uh, there's already a discussion within, within the Fools Rushing chat that the guys are worried that I'll be sending them their P45s, um, <laughs> just, just to give you an idea. So no pressure here, Gav, but uh, you would have seen some of the comments that, that I flashed up. We also, I sent a tweet out not long after full time. Um, needless to say... It's been very negative. Um, I'll read you some of the, the comments and then fr from your perspective, what, what your experience, obviously you're, you're not at the games at the minute, but uh, you, you would have been listening and watching in, et cetera. So we've got just one that says, um, wouldn't be Christmas if Swindon weren't crap during it. Another one said, so frustrating. Uh, we had one in from Pete as well saying, Strew should have lost it from open play in the second half, but that winner from a corner was waiting to happen. Defence looks switched off, unlike Walsall. Looks like we will lose FBT. We need a decent replacement. And not signing Austin will cause a revolt. Uh, we've got no punch up front. So a lot of these we will be factoring in. But they're all pretty fair comments, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Um, I guess the Austin thing's a bit of a distraction for everyone at the club today, maybe. But not the players. But uh, that's obviously a lot of the, the chat today is, is Austin was at the ground and so on. But... I think the performance is, yeah, all those comments are, are, are fair. Um, I guess the, the changes, Gladwin, uh, Murphy did make a difference when they first came on. Um, but even in even before we scored, I, I think we started the first 10, 15 minutes, we were probably on top and then we sort of fizzle out a little bit and then it goes sort of back into the normal pattern. Um, it was obviously a great goal. Um, I think, wait, Wakeling gets no, I think he just run. I've made a note in my mind that he sort of started, he looked quite good to start with. He looked like he was sort of, um, but he puts a shift in anyway. So he was his usual self, but he gets nothing, no service. I guess the cross for the goal, it could have gone to, it was a great cross by uh, Darcy to pick out Ellis, but it could have gone to Wakeling. But apart from that, I don't I don't remember him. Well, he didn't get a chance then, but he doesn't get any, any service to, to get in the ball. So, I guess he was right to bring him off, but I guess that's not his fault. Um, yeah, and two sloppy goals to concede, especially the second one, obviously. Oh, absolutely. And then that's something that I've put here because I actually sent the question out on, on another tweet I saw. Were we unlucky or was it just poor? Um, but we'll come on to that in a second. So let's start at the top end of the pitch. You mentioned waiting in there and I'll stick with you to begin with, uh, Gav. Obviously, we saw each other at, at Bradford and then again at, at Mansfield. And for that week, everything looked a bit rosy. We knew how to score goals. And then since then, it's, well, it's <laughs> the goal threat. We, we seem to, the stats would suggest, and Lindsay keeps banging on about how we're, we're creating the opportunities. But 
for, from those that go to the games more regular, a, a lot of the regular panelists say, although we are creating the opportunities, we just don't look like scoring. Yeah. Um, outside the goal today, did we look? Do we have another chance where we look like scoring? I guess there's a few chances in the second half towards the end, or not. Well, maybe before they score, we had a bit of a bit of a uh, push again when the subs came on and they were throwing their bodies in the way, but. Um, well, according to the BBC, Gav, we had 13 shots, three of them on target. Right. Um, I can't remember the other two. I guess does Ellis's first one was on <laughs> Ellis target. Ellis gets yeah. two, I think, yeah. So there's one more on target. Uh, was it the header from uh, FBT? Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, uh, he's, again he's, he was standout. He was standout before we, in the first 20 minutes. He looked like he was going to be man of the match for the day, and it turned out to be like that. So. Um, yeah, I, no, I don't think we look like scoring apart from obviously the goal. Um, it is a concern for me that the thing is at this level, you, you don't expect the most clinical of strikers, obviously, but also you don't have the world's greatest defenders up against them. So it should balance the equation. Um, Claire, we've spoken a lot about this and, and it's a conversation that, that not it wasn't me for a change, but I certainly put my two cents worth in for what it was worth in, in the chat earlier. Regardless of what people's personal feelings towards him are, what we're doing at the moment doesn't seem to be working. Why, if it isn't working, why is Adeloy not being tried for more? I mean, he I don't, don't believe he came on today and he, he's getting like a max 10 minutes per game the last couple if it's not working, why? Why? If we're not going to score anyway, why don't you give him a game just to try and show he's got something about him? I think some of it may have been because of the backlash last week, and that they've taken him out of the firing line. You know, I mean, I don't know that, but you had Roberts that came on, and he looked lively as well. Um, and I like Roberts anyway. Um, I don't really know what the answer is to it. I guess only Lindsay will know, but I think that hit Tommy hard last week. Um, and it may have knocked his confidence this week. Maybe Lindsay just didn't think he was strong enough this week and, and has recovered from that knockback. Um, maybe he's building him up to come back. I, I, I don't know, but I'd love him to get his chance. I would, because I think there's definitely a player in there, but he's just not given the chance, is he? But we're sort of blessed with the amount of strikers and that we have got up top that we want to see given a chance. You know, I want Tommy on the pitch. I want Roberts on the pitch. You know, um, Wakelin, for me, is the one I'd sacrifice at the minute because I think if you take his speed away, what has he actually given you? What is he creating and what has he given you in the last few games? It, it, do you know, I, I, I don't know. I'm struggling with Wakelin at the minute. And I love Wakelin. Do you know, I thought he was a big bundle of energy. But now I, all I see is his speed. That That's it. But he ha he's getting bundled off the ball by defences. You know, I don't know. I just like to see someone else possibly step into there and see what they can do like like your Tommy he's got the bulk on him to hold up the play to hold off a defender do you know um 
but I guess I'm just a bit different to everybody else. Everybody else sees a different Wakelin to me. You know, I'm like I said, I love Wakelin, but the last few games I just feel we needed more in physical presence, not just the speed. I'd sacrifice his speed for a physical presence right now. It's it's an interesting one, and, and you make a very valid point, because, I mean, I'll, I'll flash Mark's comment back up there. Um, didn't stand a chance against the units at the back. There were a couple more um, earlier on about the, the the Warsaw defenders. And and if we're saying that the strikers we've got can't deal with, with that sort of physicality, surely Adeloy's the perfect player. Even if yeah. he's not confident enough to be scoring goals, he's the yeah. perfect player to be battling against them and, and causing them a different problem. Like Tyree Simpson was at the start when he first came, he was basically just like a... A uh, soaking up Ram, wasn't he? Even if he wasn't producing the goods when he first came, he did enough to allow the others to do the end product, you know? And I just don't think Wakelin's providing that. But like you said, Tommy, it, it's perfect for that. But like I said, it could be that Lindsay's thinking, no, this week's too soon. If he had two negative weeks back-to-back, I think it would absolutely destroy him. So maybe there's a little bit of protection in there. I don't know. You you know, you don't know how they train in the week or what the game plan is or, you know. But let's hope he gets a chance. I'd like to see him get a fair chance and then be fairly judged. Um, Well, let's talk of a positive then, Gav. Um, The goal we did score was, you know, at the second attempt, but it was taken very well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can't. It seemed to me, from memory, it was sort of getting passed around the back. It's all going across Andalo and then went to Williams, who hit it almost first time up to Darcy. He'd found some room on the right. Um, yeah. The run from Ellis to get, because I think when Williams made the pass up the field, Ellis was sort of level with the ball at that stage. So the pacing, it went off camera then, but he obviously put a shift in to get into the box. Um, yeah. And then I thought he was going to. Or Darcy to uh, Jake looked the obvious ball, but he pulled it back a bit, which perfect for Ellis. And yeah, and then the second attempt it went in. So yeah, it was a great goal. Um, but again, it's apart from that, as it, was, as it was being knocked around our back and ricocheting a little bit, it could have fell to them. We were lucky maybe to get the ball and break so quickly. But I think apart from unless it is something like that, it's difficult for us to get that. To get to break a team down, they're obviously very good at the back um, in defence. I think there was, they kept mentioning on the radio that it was uh, the best or second best team in terms of goals conceded all year. So they just gone eight. Is it eight unbeaten? They've just gone. Is it? I, I got that right. Um, yeah. So they're obviously very organised at the back, um, which they showed in the rest of the game. Um, but yeah, a great goal, great for. And the lowest is that's his fourth goal, is it total or third yes. goal? Yeah, um, something of a rarity. Yeah, <laughs> it was it? a treat to see, though. I loved it. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that was the moment that was obviously the highlight, and then uh, yeah, great goal, quick, quick, quick break, and yeah, one touch across. I think that that ball from the right, we've been used to Hutton obviously getting those book crossing. I don't think he was that going down the wing as much as he usually does. So I think on the Wakeland thing, 
yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I don't think it was ever going to start Adeloid today. Or and again, when the when it was time to make a sub, um, I guess it was time. It was always going to bring on um, Hepburn Murphy before we brought Adeloid on. So I don't I don't see where Adeloid gets a chance in this squad, um, or, or or certainly to get some minutes in, um, unless Wakeling gets injured or I don't know how um, how long Jeff got is to coming back or if they do sign Austin. I'm not sure Adeloid's future is. I guess in hindsight, it'd have been great to start Adeloy today and just see what happens. We couldn't have done any... It maybe would have well, been a bit more physical against their, their, their back line. So the thing with that one is, and, and I appreciate it's it's a different game, but I did go to the to the What's It Cup game well, after Salford back in August. Uh, I was there with Mark and, and we both said, particularly at halftime, Adeloy is... is up against their defence in that game was was the difference. And, and it looked like he was going to be the danger man then because he was the one who could deal with the physicality. Um, you mentioned Austin, and we will come back to him in just a minute, but there was one other point I wanted to ask about um, just briefly. And, and Joe, now you're back, I'll, I'll bring you in here. Have we become too reliant on Hutton as an outlet? Yeah, Absolutely because everybody else knows exactly what he's going to do with the ball. Um, and I think today was was a good example of that. So, you know, whereas usually he gets it in the box quite smoothly and whatnot, the Warsaw knew exactly where he was going to be putting that ball. Um, I, I like Hutton. I've always liked Hutton. I have rated him since, you know, the beginning sort of thing. But... Um, yeah, we are reliant on, on him alone. There's, I'll say it again, Fifey, there is nobody up front. I don't know if you've just discussed this, but, um, you know, in regards to Adeloy and things like that, there is nobody with a stance that can go up against the brick shit houses of defenders. I'm sorry, but there isn't. There just isn't. There's no, I'm not saying, I'll say, I'll say height because there isn't any height in, in the front. There's nobody big enough, big enough balls to just, you know, go steaming in there and, and take a chance, unfortunately. So it wouldn't be an episode of Fools Without Asking the Question. Um, and uh, so, so I'll put it to you, Free. Hand on heart at the moment, do you think, and, and the rumours are that um, he may or may not have been watching today, do, do you think, having seen that, Charlie Austin may yet play for Swindon this year? Um, as your furthest away geographically, Gav, I'll ask you first. Um, when he, last week or when he announced he was leaving Australia, I, I didn't think there was much chance, but I guess now I'm probably more 60 40 that he will be. Um, I think the I know it, whether it fits into their plan of this. Uh, I know what's his Sandro name, Sandro Spreadsheet. Yeah, whether it fits into the spreadsheet or not, I think... Um, Joe's reaction to the mere word Sandro's spreadsheet tells you exactly what probably 80% of the fan base think to that, his Excel skills right now. Um, I'd imagine Clem lets them get on with it, but I think in this case, I've got to, I don't know why, maybe the Australian angle, Clem will have a word that, come on, just is, is the extra money or whatever you need. Um, I'd say 60-40, we'll see him playing for us next year. Um, okay. But I'm not... Yeah, I don't think it's done by any stance. I know he was there today, um, obviously, but uh, yeah, 60-40, I'd say. You're 60-40, Joe? Um, so, my heart says I would really like him to come. 
Um, also, I think today is an example whereas he could clearly see, and so can everybody else, where he could come in and make a real difference where the gap is and get those goals and become this, you know, superstar signing, re-signing for town. Um, or he could probably just think, well, you know, would it be worth it? But my 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 heart says yes, I'd like him to. My head, um, along with Sandro's spreadsheet, says it probably won't. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I don't know. If I, I'd like I'd like it to happen. I I would. Claire, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Very good, Sean. Uh, Claire, uh, you head or heart right now? Um, okay, so I can't really answer this one. <laughs> I'm a bit compromised with this one because I work with Bianca's mum and I've done for years. So I, I can't really say. It's done that. It's where, it it's where I'll leave that. <laughs> <It's>, um, <laughs> are you suggesting that saying nothing is actually saying too much? Um, yeah. <laughs> It might get me in trouble at work. It's fine. It's fine. As well as on a friendship level as well. But um, if we, we speak, I will be in trouble. But I can give you my thoughts. I can give you my thoughts on what do I think if he was to be signed. Yeah. But I can't tell you a yes or a no. No, no that's absolutely fine. I, I, I hope you understand. Completely. The reason Let's, why. Uh, Let's ask you about something uh, that's completely the opposite to that then. Uh, and let's talk about things at the back. Um, again, I wasn't there, so I've only seen the clips, read the, read the commentary notes and seen people's opinions on Twitter. But for me personally, both were very sloppy goals to concede, both in the manner of the goals and the timing <laughs> of the goals. Um, now, considering we've said relatively, we've looked all right defensively. We don't concede a hatful of goals. To concede two in that manner in the same game, for me, is just schoolboy error. I can only comment on the first goal. Because you left. I was already walking home, trying to get warm for the second one. Um, I was absolutely gutted about the first goal, and especially the timing of it right before half-time, because I think if we'd have got in at half-time, I think we would have come out and give it a real go, the second half to up the tempo. When I initially, when I saw it live, it felt sloppy. It felt like, oh, what a soft goal to give away. You know, and it was, it was awful, shocking. But I've since seen a replay of it. It's still bad, but, but <laughs> still bad. It's still bad. What can I say? It with with these eyes, it looks as though McDonald heads it back towards his own goal for their strike or for their scorer to latch onto. Yeah. Um. It, it's just a Swindon way, and it. We score one, crowd gets going, ten thousand rappy. It's freezing cold. You don't mind at that point. You're one nil up. Bang. There you go. Right on the stroke of half time. Bosh. You know, the killer blow. And you just know what's coming the second half. 
you, you know, Warsaw. They came out from the blocks that second half. We didn't, and I don't know why. Oh, I don't know why. It, it is very odd. Uh, again, Joe, you, you've... Uh, would you... You see a lot of the games, obviously. You, you go to a lot. Would you agree that... It's out of character to, to concede two sloppy goals, or or maybe you don't believe that they were sloppy goals to concede. But in the same game, it's it's not what we're used to seeing in recent times. No, it's not. And I think that um, I mean, like Claire, I left. Sadly, this is only the second time I've ever left um, early. I'm, I'm me too. And I, it's, it feels awful. You feel like really awful, awful doing it, but I just couldn't stand it anymore. And, um, you know, I didn't want to queue for like half an hour to get off the cricket ground either. But um, <laughs> uh, no, the, yeah, it was very, very sloppy. I think there was a clear person missing in defence and there has been four um you know, probably for a few weeks now, and that's in um, Clayton. It's, you know, it's quite obvious when he's not there. Um, I don't know. Was it sloppy or was it just a standard Swindon? Well, I don't know. I, I, uh, it, I've come to... Okay, if, we're saying, if we're saying it's that standard Swindon, then why is that the standard? Because we know you can't get away with that at any level, never mind... You can't. Two. And you can't. And I always thought that, in fairness, defence is where we were strongest. Um, we've had to play defensively, haven't we? And that's been the style of play. So it's more... I don't know. I just don't think that the... You know, I mean, I had people behind me in the Don Rogers today saying all sorts of things about people being, um, you know, sluggish after having a big fat Christmas dinner and that, you know, all that sort of stuff. And um, which was it's comical but no um no i don't I, I don't think it's acceptable and i think that people are kind of in that mindset now aren't they whereas we're not going to do very well we're not going to win and we're going to you know lose matches against probably the easier you know sides that we're, we're playing against i think there's just a horrible negative feeling around town in all of the stands at the moment um, and I don't think, regardless of anything that Scott Lindsay does, that that will change um, at this moment in time. I, I, and that has a massive impact on it for me. I, you know, um, the atmospheres and and whatnot. And of course, that then rings in the in in the the atmosphere in the you know with the team and things like that because they pick up on the the fans, don't they? So. Um, yeah, I'm just waffling now. Sorry, I think I've had one. No, it's, <laughs> you've watched and listened to enough of these to know that waffling is what we do. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> um, Gav, first of all, um, don't don't give in to peer pressure with Kieran because he, he's one of the few others that may or may not have appeared from a different country at some point. But again, we're not allowed to mention it. So if, if you want to keep the lights off because it's 4am your way, you, you keep the light off, it's absolutely fine. The sun's um, coming up. The sun's about to come up, so I can turn them up all together. <laughs> um, from your point of view, with, with, if we take the two goals aside, do, do you feel that the whole, I, I don't want to use the word style because the whole conversation about Swindon's style of play and the, 
what a lot of people think is a non-existent style of play. But do you feel it's it's all a bit disjointed? We both in terms of we don't seem to see the the full benefit of a of a actual plan of attack, but also defensively there there does seem to be this moments of disorganisation and, and who should really be taking the lead on that. We've got an inexperienced goalkeeper, but he's performing quite well. It's it, you know, let's be fair to him. He, he's making saves, but he's having to make the saves. We, you know, McDonald was back, so he's technically there as the leader, but does he do that leadership role? Gladwin was on the pitch. He's, he, we hear from people that he is the dressing room leader, but is he there? Should he be organising things? I think, I don't think, I've, oh, correct me, you guys go to more games than me, but do we ever really have, and even in past seasons, do we ever feel like we have a leader on the pitch? I think Fraser Blake Tracy was, would be more vocal today than anyone else. Um, I think there's something, it was on the back of the Barrow game where McDonald, I was listening to something or reading something that McDonald was getting a lot of praise for how vocal he is on the pitch. Um, I think the games I've been to this season, I didn't see that myself from him. Um, I don't know what it was like today, obviously. Um, but I don't know. Just, I don't think, in Gladwin, I don't think he's got, I don't see it on the pitch. Again, I'm only watching it on TV, so it's not as like being there. It's not as obvious um, yet. That's fair. I don't think we've had it for a long time. Conroy, when he was captain, I never saw that in him or anyone, really. Um, trying to think the teams who, when we went up or the better teams. Um, did we have You're going back set? to the likes of uh Al Mack and stuff, then aren't you? That's like <laughs> that's a while ago, but yeah. Um, I again, you don't need to be shouting your head off to, to get your point across. And someone like McDonald probably does it well. He, I think he, the barrow praise he was getting was how he organizes people to get him in the right positions and so on. And it, it maybe he is, but um. I think the second goal, he sort of jumps into the back of uh, Roberts, is it? Or so, yeah. straight, straight back towards our goal and it's the guy just taps it in. But uh, I think the first goal was unlucky. I don't think Hudson, it was one of those, if he'd left it, I think they had players on the queue up at the back anyway. So it, it could have probably gone into or got a touch from one of them or I'm not sure where it was. It was probably going on target before he got that header to it or his glance at the header. So... Um, it's just bad, two two terrible time to concede goals. I think as Claire said, just before half time and then an injury time, then yeah, yeah dead and buried. No, absolutely. Well, we've done the very top end of the pitch and we've done the back end of the pitch. It's only fair that we let you have your say on what goes on in the middle of the pitch as well. Then um, not a lot, we... <laughs> not a lot we... today. <laughs> <laughs> we we. We have this idea when you look at some of the names in there, you know, if you look at Reed, Gladwin, Darcy, to an extent Williams, even if you look at some of the wider players, I'll throw Shade into the mix. You know, we, we, we've obviously discussed Shade a lot on this podcast for, for differing opinions. Um, and without going into the specifics, he got a lot of mentions today as well and not necessarily in the most positive of, uh, of terms. So, so let's, let's look at that. And I'll ask you about his performance and then we'll look at the mid, like the more sort of central core of midfielders. Do we think we're getting enough for the quality we believe is in there? But what's your, Claire, I'll start with you. Cause, cause you are generally a lot more positive than, than I am. I'm trying, um, I'm trying to be. But, am I, Am I, among others, missing 
something or or is he just not quite up to it? I mean, people have been very quick. We, we spoke about Adeloy today and people have been very quick to say he is not up to it. But Shade is getting chance after chance after chance. OK, so I've not jumped on the Shade bandwagon because I didn't think, a bit like Tommy, that we hadn't seen enough for the stick that he was getting. However, today, I can't tell you one single thing that I noticed about him today. I can't tell you one He pass. headed the ball to their winger I... for the goal. Pardon? He headed the ball back to their winger for the goal. Okay. Right. Okay. If that helps. Right. <laughs> I'm sure someone in the Arkles headed the ball back as well today, <laughs> but it doesn't mean like he should be on the pitch. Um, so today I'm really struggling with Shade. So one thing of note that he did, now I may not have been watching or I missed it. To me, I think he should have come off a lot sooner, freshen that midfield up today because I think he just, he was just using up the numbers today in that squad, uh, do you know, and there are others waiting in the wings that could have come on, do you know. Um, I struggled with the shade thing today. Not jumping fully on the shade bandwagon, but I can't that's tell fair. you one good thing that he did today of note. No, that's absolutely fair. Uh, Joe, your thoughts on on Tyrese? On Sade? Um, well, it's certainly more shade than Sade, I'll be honest. <laughs> I don't think there was anything. Um, I just... Well, the few times that I actually paid attention to Sade. Um, yeah, it was not impressive. There was nothing that I could pick out and say that actually, you know, um, he was he was non-inconsequential to me. So it's just like, I know that that's, yeah, I'll, no comment. That's I'm going to be, I'm going to play it safe and say no comment on Sade. That, that's absolutely fine. Gav? Yeah, same, nothing to add. Apart from I'd like to change my comment on Austin now, it's gone to 99% he's going to sign and 1% is not on reflection. <laughs> Where uh, have think... you seen that on socials, Gavin? Is what that... have you seen while you've been... <clears throat> what, what, what's been flashing out when you actually went and put the light on? <laughs> no, nothing. Um, <laughs> no, I thought Shade was poor. Obviously, he was, yeah, I guess he wanted... Well, he had the opportunity to get one back on his on a club. Again, when we have an ex-player coming to play against us, I always fear that they're going to score against us. Um, so I thought Shade would probably have a good game today, but yeah, I didn't do too much. Um, I thought Reed was okay again. He's been better the last, yeah, which is good. I'll obviously, get him firing if he, if he stays. I would imagine he will stay, but getting back in the squad as a regular for the rest of the season, I think, is going to be a will be massive. Um, <coughs> yeah, I thought Williams was poor. I don't know if yeah. Williams needs to be play well for us to do, to have a positive result overall. Is it, are we that reliant on? On him as well. Um, I think for that first goal, he, he doesn't obviously he was down defending that their right wing at the time, or yeah, uh, yeah, and doesn't do much of that either. So I thought he was poor. Reed was okay. Shade, yeah, not much of anything. Um, okay, let, let's um, let me play. Uh, is devil's advocate the right term? Let, let, let's see how this pans out. Let, let's look at that core group then uh, of midfielders. Um, you've mentioned there, Gav, Reed's played well and, and it's been said in, in a couple of our more recent episodes, his performances have improved. Um, 
I'm going to throw it out there. Is that because the transfer window is approaching? There, there's a question there for you all to consider. You mentioned about Williams. We've had, I flashed up a couple of comments there. Williams has, has potentially had a poor game. Everyone's entitled to a poor game every now and then. He, he's still been one of our better players. And, you know, he, he missed a month being at the World Cup and he's still been one of our better players. Um, everyone said how much we missed him when he was away at the World Cup. Darcy, uh, I think Nick sums up perfectly, actually. Um, for the season, not just the game, only saw Darcy in patches. I, I don't think he's consistent enough from what exposure I've had to him um, <clears throat> for 90 minutes. I, I don't see him having an impact for 90 minutes. And then that leaves you with the likes of Khan and, and Gladwin. I think on paper that looks a strong midfield of options, but so many times we seem to say, uh, and by we, I mean Fools panelists and, and Swindon fans generally seem to say, our midfield game doesn't seem to be the strongest. We, we seem to talk about the defence and the attack, but never what's going on in the midfield. Joe, would you, for, from what you've seen, would you say that's fair? Yeah, I'd say that's fair. I would. And um, to go back to what you were saying about the transfer window, I agree. And I think Reed's had to pull his socks up because, you know, he looks at, like, so sounds awful, but he look Jack Payne, his buddy's gone. And out of Jack Payne and Reed, I always rated Jack Payne anyway. Um, he was the better of the two. But now he, he, he wants a slice of that action. And I think, uh, yes, he's... Like, Pulled his socks up and, and he wants to go in January. Um, but yeah, midfield, I don't think is the strongest. I think, like, rightly so, five feet on paper, very, very good in practice, not so good. Gav, uh, I think where you, you risked it, our midfield there pretty much. Um, yeah, it's don't know what to say. That sometimes that, that in itself tells you everything because with that list of names, you should almost be running out of superlatives for how good they are. So the yeah. fact that you've got nothing to say tells you how how you're not getting what you'd be expecting. Um, I'd like Reed to stay, obviously. I'd like him to kick on and have a great second half of the season. Um, I'm not, if he is, is he trying to impress for a January move? Something's obviously happened for him not to get the starts even towards the start of the season. I don't. I'm not against Calm, but obviously, I'd have, personally, I'd have, I'd have kept playing Reed till he got back in form. So, um, Aguiar, I think the last time he started was at Bradford, maybe. He got a chance at Bradford. If I remember, he was poor that night. I think he came off after about 60 minutes. Um, I don't think he started since. I know he was ill or he was under the weather last week at Barrow. Maybe mm -hmm. his chance, but yeah. Um, maybe Carr needs to come back in the squad. Um, but then what happened? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know well, that. It's tough, I, isn't it? Yeah. Can I also just say something as well about Darcy? So yep. a few matches, like, do you know when the, I forgot where he was now. Sorry. Um, but every, the, the crowd always shouting at him, shoot, shoot, shoot. So I think, and he was listening to the fans and having a go at it, like, you know, knocking, trying to get it in the back of the net. Um, and then the following week, he was all, almost too scared to have a crack at just taking the, you know, taking a chance of, of, of trying to pop it in the back of the net. It's almost as if someone had a word with him saying, "Don't, don't listen to what the, you know, what the fans are telling you to do or whatnot," and maybe knocked his confidence slightly and put that doubt in the back of his mind. 
I don't know, maybe I'm reading into the psychological side of it a bit too much, but something has definitely shifted in Darcy. At the beginning of, you know, this, the, the season, he was hungry for the ball. He was, you know, he, he was like a little whippy sort of thing, you know, an excitable puppy almost, chasing everything and, and going for it. But now he's sort of not giving his all. He's sort of holding part of him back. I don't know if anybody else has noticed that at all. Maybe that might just be me. It's an interesting it, comment on. Oh, sorry, Gav, go on. No, no, sorry. I, I, was it the Sutton game where he did he he seemed to shoot? He must have had like fifty shots on target yes. himself. Yes, that was it. Yeah. Jeffcott got the rebound for the goal, was it? Yeah. And then the next game, he, for the first ten minutes, he had a couple of shots on again, similar thing, and then he didn't shoot. He's not shot again since. That's right. Yeah. You're right, Joe. Someone's had a word. I think so. Definitely, I definitely think so because his his confidence and his, you know, that um. Sort of ballsy enough to just, you know, have the uh, have the shots. I think, yeah, someone's definitely said to him, "No, you don't." Sort of thing. I love the uh, I love the comment. Don't listen to the fans and the critics, because yeah, what what do we know? It's not like we've watched Swindon for X amount of years between us and know exactly what's required to to get out of League Two, is it? <laughs> um, Claire. Uh, the midfield for you? Is it? I mean, you, you, your, your reaction as soon as I said it pretty much said, tells you everything you need to know. But not just today, but why okay. do you think it's it's not performing to the standards? No, not not currently. Um, with Darcy, um, I think you're right. We only see him in patches. He'll have spells, but I think I. Think the opposite of Joe, and I think specifically today, I think he played to how the crowd were reacting. When the crowd was getting a bit angsty about nothing happening, then he wanted the ball. When the crowd, you know, then when the crowd backed off, so did he back off. You know, I think he was. I personally today, I thought he was trying to crowd please uh, at times when the crowd were demanding it. Um, but I do think he—he's a funny one. You're either going to get like a hundred percent Darcy, or you're going to get a fifty percent. You just don't know which one's going to turn up. Uh, you know, and for me, I—I I just rather it be a bit more consistent. But he does have that knack of proving me wrong and just. Whoosh. And driving the game forward, we're just not seeing it enough lately. But today, I do think he reacted to that crowd. But that's just my personal view. As for Williams, I'll give Williams a pass this week because, as you said, everyone's entitled to a bad game um, or a, a not hundred percent game, not a bad game. Um, who else we got in there? We got so we got Williams, Darcy. Who else did you say? Reed. Okay, Reed. Reed's an interesting one for me, and I can't make up my mind. Obviously, we all know he didn't start the season well. Whether there was an issue or something's gone on, or the competition with Khan rattled him to know that he wasn't always starting. I don't know if that affected him or other things. Since Khan's been out of the team with his concussion and that, Reed's played his best football this season. Um, which is interesting. Whether they're related or not, I don't know. I personally think last 
his last game was better than today. I think I was probably, because I saw the old read back the last game, maybe I expected it again today. And I think I, I wanted to see more today and I didn't. So I felt a bit disappointed with him. That's not to say he had a bad game. He didn't. He, di he just didn't have a reedy type game. Whether he's playing better now Khan's out of the picture, whether it was because of Khan or if it was in spite of not getting a starting position up until now, whether he's done See. it out of spite to prove Lindsay, Etz, whoever, wrong or whether he's playing himself into the shop window. I can't make up my mind between all of them. Um, yes, he's an interesting one for me, but he's Louis Reed, so, you, you know, class is permanent. It, it's just, I think it's the attitude that is the difference and it's finding the reason why the attitude and the difference in ability is at the moment. That's, it's an interesting thing you say there because I've mentioned it before, the, the Reed versus Khan thing, and, and I think there is a there is a system in which the two play together. Because I think they both have, they both have a, a separate skill set, um, and they both have things that they are better at compared to the other one. So I think that playing them together would work. Um, it's it's just how who do you sacrifice to do that? Who would you sacrifice for them to do that? It, it very much depends because I think I think that's when you start talking about systems and and stuff like that. Because because I mean. You'll know for we we've had the chats ourselves, and you know for from watching, listening to us. You can ask one person; they'll say they want four three three. You can ask someone else; they want three five two. You ask someone else; they want a standard four four two. Everyone has an opinion, um, and there is not one blanket opinion. I think potentially, from what I've seen, they could work quite well together with an either or Gladwin or Darcy. Um, I'd probably... See, I prefer Gladwin in that scenario. I prefer, I, I prefer Gladwin, but I think Darcy would potentially offer that something a bit different again. So you've got three people then offering something. It, it's very difficult. It is very difficult. Um, but I do think there is a situation where Reed and Khan work together and it, and it does improve our midfield. I think it does improve our midfield because of the two different things they offer. Um, but I'd be I'd be very interested to know, you know, ev everyone that's watching to this, what what they think and and how how they would solve the the midfield problem if there is one. Maybe I'm being overly critical because you know it, it's again it wouldn't be the first time that I've I've been overly harsh or overly emotional after a after a negative result, whether I've been at the game or not. Um, <laughs> but it's certainly an interesting question. On the game specifically, and uh, and Joe, I'll start with you on this one. Uh, let's look at it from the other side. The Warsaw deserve credit. Were, you know, did they were they good enough for the points, or was it more our fault they got them? Yeah, um, I don't think they played particularly well. I mean, when I was queuing for my Northampton tickets today, everybody thought I was a Warsaw supporter, um, <laughs> which was nice. Um, no, I don't think they did. I don't think they played particularly well. I think um, we we gave them the points. Okay, um, Claire. 
Sorry. What was typical fool's Russian? What was it? What was the question? <laughs> you, were you were distracted by other comments, weren't you? I were, yeah. Um, I was. But my question was: Do Warsaw deserve credit for for getting the win, oh. or is it more our fault that they got them? Um, I'm going to get splinters in my bum on this one because I think it's slightly a bit of both. Okay. To be honest, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm going both sides of the fence. Is it, this, is a, this is an interesting question, Gav, because I've seen a lot of comments, and, and again, I can only go on what I see, read here myself when I'm forming an opinion. Um, but a lot of the negative results, not just today, but in, in recent weeks, the amount of times people have come away and said, we've not even been beaten by the better team. Um. Did they do enough to deserve a win? I don't know. It's close. I, I think they were the better team, to be honest, today. Okay. Um, they had chances. We talked about our other shot. I don't, or maybe the, it was the, the Fraser Blake Tracy header. They had two chances, um, maybe sort of middle of the second half. Who's their top scorer? Is it Johnson? Both fell to him. One-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one and... And then there were another one seconds later. We gifted them the corner. We've tried to play out from the back of the corner, which led to the second corner on which they scored from. Yep. Um, Put that in perspective for you, Gav. Put that, so I mentioned earlier that according to BBC, we had 13 with three on target. They had 11 with two on target. Wow. According to BBC. <laughs> well, they scored from one of them, I guess. That was it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, I, I think they did enough to deserve to win. Only just one of those. A draw would have probably been the fair result, but I don't think. I think they did. They wanted it more at the end than we did for sure. Yeah. The last ten minutes, twenty minutes, or fifteen minutes of the first half. The last ten minutes of normal play. Okay, after they scored, the last, the last, the remaining five minutes, we pushed up. But yeah, I, I, I think they did a good job on us. Um, okay. I think before the game that they don't really have, generally have a lot of possession, right? So um, I guess that's how they're set up, and they've obviously done something right to go eight unbeaten, yep, and be moving up the league. So fair play to them, yeah. They, they worked us out and, and did a job. And in fairness, that was actually a lot more even. Again, if you, if you agree with the BBC statisticians and their spreadsheets, that was a lot more even than perhaps some more recent games. Um, just flicking that back up on the screen here. 56-44 in our favour. And when you consider... That wasn't Sandro <laughs> providing them stats to the BBC, was it? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. But quite possibly. Uh, quite interesting comment here from Nigel, actually. Flynn always beats us. And, <laughs> and we commented that there are some managers that, that just know how to, to get a result, isn't there? And, and maybe that's something. Even that leads us nicely... <laughs> <laughs> On to the final question in relation to this game that I've got for you, and it's the big one, um, um, which I'm sure you're all looking forward to. Which side of the fence are you? Lindsay in, Lindsay out. Gav? I like the guy. Um, I it, don't see so to help, here's a quote that I've got from, from one of the regular Fools members, okay? Um, hmm. no. He's got... Uh, I won't tell you who, because it's a fair comment. This isn't, an, an, I'll tell, what I'll tell you, it's not Ben with his Lindsay out in capital letters. That's not what <laughs> we're going with here. But the comment was that he went straight down the tunnel at full time, 
you can't come over to the fans, beat in the chest when you win, and then just disappear when you lose. I don't, well, whether it's Lindsay in or Lindsay out for me, I don't see Lindsay is the manager who's going to take us out of League Two. So whenever, <laughs> we've got to get rid of him before we get promoted. That's my thought. Um, I, I think, again, today the players were poor. I don't think he can do much about that. I know he talks about, uh, listen to his interview after the game. Um, but I don't know. I don't think it goes this year. Um, but if we don't go up this year, I'd imagine he goes in the summer. Okay. Um, so I guess I'm Lindsay But you'd out. happily give him the rest of the season? Uh, I think he'll get the rest of the season. Um, but I guess listening to what I've just said, if I don't think he's going to take us up, then I guess I'm Lindsay out, I guess. Unless I'm happy for League Two football for the rest of my life. <laughs> uh, let's go to... I can see both the ladies were very excited to answer this question by their reaction. So I'm going to go to Claire first, as she looks really up for it. I'm looking really uncomfortable about this question. Um, I'm not on the Lindsay out bandwagon, which... But I'm not saying that I, I like where we are currently. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just not that negative sort of person that I'll go gung-ho with the agenda, get Lindsay out. Um, I'm not sure whether this is all down to Lindsay. I think uh, some of these players have got to take responsibility. Mm -hmm. it, you know, my concern is there's talent in that team. Now, where I was saying... Or I was saying, a different manager is going to make them players any better. But uh, is that what we're saying? Because well, if we is, are, is that what them strikers, those strikers need to look at themselves. Because when they get to that box, it's like there's a magnetic field and it's like, I'm not shooting, let someone else do it. I'm not shooting. Is that Lindsay's fault? Do you know what I mean? I, he's, he's coaching them to do, doesn't he? <laughs> But come on, they're strikers, they're professional. I, I can't work it out. And if we're saying, if the fans are saying, get Charlie in, he's the Messiah, he's going to answer all the problems, is, you, you know, if we change Lindsay, how are they going to cope with, say, Charlie and the personnel that we've got? Are they going to want to change the personnel? I don't know. I, I'm not on the Lindsay out fence yet. And I still do think he's still got something to give, but we're running, we are running out of time. But I will accept that fact. And if it's if we if they are going to make a change, it will need to be soon. But I, I don't like to see anybody out of a job um, only once, and that was John Sheridan. Well, would it surprise you if, again, I, I relate to a, a comment made within the, the regular panellists where somebody who you might not expect suggested we created more under Sheridan? And I told oh, them that that wasn't the case. Oh, that's probably Woody, isn't it? Uh, well, we I'm, sure Woody, I'm sure yeah, Woody will be delighted that you're blaming him for that one. But no, no What was it we created Woody. under Sheridan, though? What was it we created? The Great Depression for us. Well, indeed, indeed. <laughs> um, for, for what it's worth, and, and Joe, I'll ask you in a second, for what, I think we've... I'm, I'm Lindsay in, and the reason for that is twofold. I think when we are good, then, then you can see what's possible. We're just not consistent. 
and that's something that we can still do. Um, I also think the opportunity's gone. If you were going to do it, you get someone in who's got time to look at them before the window opens. You don't bring someone in the week before the window opens because they need to assess the players that are currently here, is, is my thoughts on it. Um, Joe? Similar. I, I you know, I, I, I've purposely not gone and had a look on, especially Twitter this evening, because I couldn't... I, I wouldn't. Oh, yeah, I just can't be doing it. Not on Boxing Day. Um, oh. I, I very much like you. I don't think it would do any good for us to to, to change him now, I think. Oh, yeah. And with Gav, I... I think he'll. I think he'll see the season out, and I do. Um, nice guy, but I think it was Mike who put a comment up earlier saying that there's definitely something not quite right. Whether it's that's it. There you go about the management structure that's not working. That's that's a hundred percent. Is he been given the wrong information, or are we relying too heavily on Sandro's spreadsheet, or? I don't know, Fife. I just don't know. I haven't. I, I just don't know. I like that you've uh, you've adopted the inverted commas, all right? So, so to refer back to an earlier comment, we're just waiting for you to allude to something, and then it's it's. As I, am, if... I am thinking of what I can allude to. I can of... <laughs> no, no, um, no. I'm with you 100. percent So I've got the dog in here with me. She's driving me crackers. <laughs> well, see now you understand my issue with the cat. Keep walking across the yeah. keyboard. <laughs> Yeah, she's just so needy. What can I say? <laughs> should we should we move on from today and, and look further forward? Let's see what 2023 has to offer as we ask you guys about the rest of the season. So um, we've spoken about a lot of elements of our style of play, not just today. Um, as we currently sit um, fifth in the table, mm -hmm. um, we have played one or two games more than most teams around us. We are currently two points above the dotted line, where Warsaw currently sit in eighth now. And we are eight points away from Northampton, who we play on Thursday? What day are we on now? Why can't I count? I hate this week between Christmas and New Year. You never know what day yeah, it is. Thursday, five. Thursday, where where many of many of fools will be there, and I know Joe, your 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 crew are going as well. Um, so we hope to see see many people there. Um, so let's start with the table going into the transfer window. How are we all feeling? And watch what are your aspirations for the remainder of the season? And then we'll start to bring in the transfer window and what we're looking for as well. Let's start this one with Claire. Do you think? Playoffs is is still the target, or should we autos or or mid table more realistic? Play up playoffs and autos should always be the target, regardless regardless of like what team you have. That you know that's always got to be your aim. It's like you said, Fife. You don't you go to every match expecting to win. You, you yes. know, is it realistic? I said I think at the beginning of the season, I think I said we finish about tenth. I think that was my early prediction regretfully I'm still going to stick with that um, I hope we get all those it's, I, I don't think it's I, I think it this way we'll be lucky for playoffs um, regretfully it's not good and it would be a disappointment I, we definitely have underachieved um, 
then big changes will need to come. Obviously, it's going to be too late by then. Um, but like it's been alluded to on many shows before, look at this time last year and where Joey Barton was. Oh, it, don't you start. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going there. I'll go there. You know, you've got to have hope. You've got to have hope that it's still quite a run of games after January. That table can change quite a lot. Really, if you put it in like um, terms of how many points did you say were, were off of? Is it we're eight behind Northampton, two above Warsaw. Right, OK. Yeah, it's not looking good, is it? Um, especially knowing we've got Northampton on Thursday. It's not looking great. Um, I'm still going to go about 10th. Anything above that, I'd be very surprised, but I'd be very disappointed as well um, if we don't get in autos. Okay. John? Um, six. Yep. Is that, is that where you think we'll finish? Yeah, definitely. I think, I think, yeah, I think we, yeah, well, I'd like to hope we will. But I'm, <laughs> yeah, I think I'm a bit, I'm sort of a little bit, you know, romantic about it all. I think that we're going to get into playoffs and we're going to, yeah. Um, six, I'm sticking with that. No further comment. <laughs> Gav? Um, I don't see the automatics now. I think before today, the best three teams in the league were the three teams above us from what I've seen this year. Um, Orient, we were looking to get a draw against Orient. Was it 1-1? And then Northampton and Stevenage beat us quite easily, I think. Or Stevenage certainly did. Um, so just on the Lindsay See, again, point, the thing with the Stevenage one is is that was there to be won as well. You think? Yeah. We, we were poor and we, we gifted them that win as well. Yeah, well, I was so I was so angry, so <laughs> angry after that game. Um, so being fourth today and going into that, I think the, the best, yeah, probably the best we could be in terms of the three teams who are above us. I think there's a lot of teams then, like in our sort of position, maybe Mansfield. I was just Bradford. I know Warsaw on a bit of a charge. Stockport seems to have got it going, so they're going to be coming probably up rather than down. Um, Does he Bradford have now lost four in a row? That's a shame. Liam. Liam. Are you enjoying your, your festive trip away? Um, I think Grant, I Grant's I, enjoying it. Yeah, Grant's enjoying himself a lot, yeah. I think playoffs is a fifth. Yeah, maybe we make the playoffs, maybe we don't. If we don't, Lindsay goes anyway for those people who want him out. If we make the playoffs, then he can, he's got a chance to take us off. I don't, 100% don't see us getting automatic. Hope I'm wrong, but I don't see that ever happening. Um, I think they'll make some changes in January, which I guess we'll talk about. But um, I'd settle for the playoffs right now, 100% anywhere. Okay. Anywhere in it. Well, let's stick with you then, Gav. Uh, transfer window. What 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 areas? I'm guessing striker is going to be top of everyone's wish list. But uh, is there anything else that you feel we, we definitely need to do? And is there anyone you think won't be here come the end of January? Um. I think Reid will stay. I don't know why I think that. Um, okay. I think if, if someone's looking at him, they won't maybe do He's not got that many runs this year and he, or that many runs out. I don't think that's going to put him off. They'll see what he's capable of. Capable of. Um, 
Hopefully, Fraser Break Trace didn't get recalled. Um, I'm not sure what's happened with Jeff Cott, wasn't it? You know we... the rules, Gav. Don't fall in love with lone players. <laughs> I think that, that back four we had today, would that be your back four for the rest of the season? McDonald and him in the middle and... <clears throat> um, Hudson on the right, obviously, cemented that place. No, um, no, not for me, because Clayton comes back in and... And you know, Tracy uh, goes uh, back into the left. Yeah, and you've got the um, what's the lad's name who got injured? Not playing yet. Brennan. Not Brennan. Brennan. No. Brennan. Although, to be fair, to Brennan, after a bad start, um, he's, he yeah, seems he's to have come on a bit. Um, obviously, I personally would love to see Kean get more of a, a run out as well when he when he's fit and back. Um, <laughs> Joe, Joe repping the Midlands players. And uh, no, is it Divine? Reese Divine. Reese Divine um, is obviously not played at all. So uh, be interesting to see because because he's supposed to be, you know. I saw him at Marine. I've seen him at Marine, but that was it. So there's still options. I, I, for me personally, Clayton does come back in and and VT <laughs> um, out to left back, but there, there are options um, defensively. Um, it's because it's interesting. Uh, Lavinia, I don't see him staying out there, but I also don't see him dismantling Hutton from his position either. So, no, it, it, I quite like, but the thing I is, want... you want options, don't you? You want to be able to say that there are two good players in every position, yeah. Um, I think Austin gets done now, um, and then I don't know who else we need. Again, we've got we've got we've listed the midfielders. Um, if Austin comes, I don't think we get another forward, right? Um, defenders, we've got plenty of defenders. I know we've got a few injuries at the moment. I guess Borges is obviously out for the season. Um, maybe Austin, if he does come, I'm sure there's been some chat, and I'm sure he wants more than maybe they want to spend. They want to spend more money on one player and and not bring two two in, maybe. Um, yeah, I don't think there'd be loads of activity in. Um, January. I'd settle for Reed stay in, Fraser, Fraser Blake Tracy stay in, and Austin signing. There you go. Okay, Claire. Um, yeah, I agree with Cav, uh, and um, we've got to look at Solbrin as well because, like, um, you know, we don't have any other goalkeeper really. Yeah, I, do you know? For me, the striker is not the priority. I, I'll make two with all, all the sixty-four strikers that we so say have got. But, <laughs> but I'm more interested in the goalie right now because if it, if the opposition can't score, they can't win. Do you know? So I think your goalie is crucial, as we know when we had Kovar. But um, um, <laughs> yeah, um, just saying. Wow. <laughs> um, the thing is, did I hear that there was um, Middlesbrough said they're not going to recall Solburn if I read that right? But there's nothing to say somebody else won't come in for him. Do you know what I mean? It's not like that hasn't happened before. Exactly. There you go. And like, I mean, the club don't seem to be making it look like they're even pursuing that avenue, despite them being asked about it multiple times. It doesn't seem to be at the forefront, which is why we've got is it young Copland at the minute in the on the is he waiting in the wings? But realistically, he's not ready for League Two, is he at the moment? Especially at the tough end 
other running of the season. So Britain is the one I worry about in January. Um, so if he stays, whew, yeah, brilliant. Then I look on to obviously the striker issue. Oh, I just bought. Oh, I'm bored of all the talk now. So, <laughs> um, just want it resolved one way or the other. Yeah, do, do you know, I think we've got to support the players we've got. Um, personally, I feel disappointed with Jeff Cott. I know I'm probably alone in saying that. I, I, I don't I think... I think you'd be surprised. I don't, for me personally, I don't think he's done enough. He hasn't produced enough. I don't give me that he hasn't had the service. Hutton's pinging them balls in like Billy O. And if he league. hasn't got the service, why is he not getting out a bit and getting the service like, uh, you know, others do, you know? Um, so I would do we keep Jeff Cott. Me, me personally, I would probably swap him out. And I don't like saying anything negative about anyone, as you know. I, you know, it's not my thing, but... I would once you're on camera, once you're on camera, it's so easy to do it, isn't it? <laughs> but I would, I would reluctantly then, I'll put that in there, reluctantly sacrifice him for a n of her, whoever that may be. Um, Fraser Blake Tracy, he's not leaving. I'm gonna lock him in a cupboard somewhere. Nobody's <laughs> taking him, he's not going, no way, no how. But if he does go, um. The only plausible replacement would be the obvious one, Joe Thompson. But is he is he out injured or has he just come back? Is he carrying a bruised bone or something? Is oh, it a bruise to the bone or something that he's been struggling with? We, I'm sure we've played players with worse. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, I would have him back in a heartbeat if, if they a were to let him come back. Of course we would. You know what I mean? That boy plays with passion and pride. He loves it here as well. But Fraser, Blake Tracy, is my player of the season. Every day, all day. As soon as he steps on that pitch, you know he's getting man of the match that game, regardless, before he's even kicked the ball. You, you know, um, if we lose him... I'd be happy to finish 10th, I think. <laughs> um, I, I think I would. Reed, I'm not sure where his head's at right now, whether he is actively wanting to go or whether we actively want him to stay. So I don't know what the option would be in that scenario. But for me, my, our absolutes are Bryn and Blake Tracy to be nailed down first and build okay. from there. Okay. Joe, what are you uh, what are you looking for in the January sales? Mm. Oh, January sales. So I agree with Fraser Blake Tracy. We need to he's fantastic. He's definitely my player, uh, my favourite player. Um I think we do we we need we need to secure him. The Bryn Bran, see what I did there, the Bryn Bran. Logs, <laughs> doesn't it? It sounds like a Kellogg's um serial. <laughs> Um, yeah, we need to sort the keeper situation out because even though Middlesbrough maybe are not recalling him, Bryn has openly said he wants to be Middlesbrough keeper next season. So his heart is not, you know, in in staying at Swindon anyway. Um, and we need a striker, whether that be, I don't know, whether Charlie Austin comes back or not. We need somebody that's a little bit more, 
I keep saying it. Tyree Simpson model. <laughs> yeah, like a bit more bulking ballsy that's got the guts to go in and, you know, go against the shit houses of defenders that are, you know, prevalent in all the other bloody teams. So, yeah, that, that's my wish list. A striker, okay. Fraser Blake Tracy and the Bryn Brand situation to be sorted. I'm just going to make a note of um, of bulky and ballsy because I think that would make a great episode title for one of our <laughs> for one of our shows in January. That's for sure. Um, well, no, that, that, that's uh, that's fascinating. Thank you very much, um, and uh, it'll certainly be a it's, it's certainly going to be one of those months, isn't it, where where everyone is constantly checking Twitter, constantly checking all their different websites. Rumors will be flying all over the shop. Emotions will be running high, and ultimately, if you, if any of you are anything like me, you'll you'll end up on transfer deadline day with Sky Sports News on the telly, BBC on the laptop. Yeah. And, don't uh, do it to yourself, Pipey. Don't do it to yourself. And uh, and mixing up with what I'm hoping will be another lower league look deadline day, uh, which was which was great value fun uh, in the last window. Alongside, alongside the Fools Russian WhatsApp group and just generally Twitter for, for lols. Because uh, it's, it, it's a strange place to be when transfers are available, that's for sure. Um, I don't, if you're happy to, guys, I've, I've got one last thing I'd like to do. And with this being or being painted as a festive special, what's more festive than a game at Christmas? Okay. And uh, th there's one particular game that we really like to play on Fools Rush In. Um, I know Claire's very excited for the possibility of it. And that it's is Defend the Indefensible. <laughs> defend the Indefensible. Craig's behind this, isn't he? No, 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 no. Craig. no, he's not. And I'll tell you for oh. why. Because other than knowing that I was doing a show tonight, none of the panellists knew who was coming on. I, I left all of your identities secret until you turned up. Mainly for reasons such as John not getting his iPad working and not actually turning up. Um, so uh, we, we hope you get your tech issues sorted, John. Um, but, you know, I didn't want to go in too hard on you on the assumption that you'd be happy to play. Um, so You're just I've going done, in hard, just so, not so, too hard. So what I've done is I've, I've got five Fools Rush In based Defend the Indefensibles. Um, and, and all you have to do if you haven't seen this before is... You'll pick a number between one and five. That will be your question. And you're asked to defend it for at least 30 seconds, even if you do not agree with it. In the past, we've had Woody talk about women's football in less than flattering terms. We've had Ben talk about Charlie Austin in less than flattering terms. And uh, Nick have to disgrace the 1969 squad as well, among a lot of some absolute classics. Uh, so if you're happy to... I'd, I'd like to finish with a Fools Rush In themed Defend the Indefensible because I know that you've all been very good contributors to us. So it'd be very interesting to see you say something negative about us as well. The question I'm is... coming out in a hot sweat. I'm feeling very uncomfortable. Who, me, too, me too. Who would be brave enough to go first? Go on, Gav. Oh. Thank you for the team. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the only one smiling about it as if to say... <laughs> I get my poor. I get my lucky number there. Number Paul Bowden, number three. Number three. Okay, so your fools rushing defend the indefensible, Gav, is Fifey should leave and let Craig, Rich, and Woody take over permanently. Hundred percent. So, 
<laughs> Sorry. Yeah, carry on. At least 30 seconds, please, sir. 100%. Um, you can't um, know anything about football when you turn up at Bradford on Tuesday night wearing a T-shirt. It's just, it's nothing. <laughs> you should have gone Love Island competitor maybe, but not football pundit. Knows nothing. Um, as it turned out, Rich is now a multi-millionaire, so he could fund this programme and get it get it out into the main screen. Maybe ITV on a Saturday. The old Saint and Greavesy before the, uh, <laughs> before the three o'clock. Make a proper job of it. Um, Craig obviously knows him. Craig's the boy. He knows everything about football again, better than Fifey. Who was the other one, Fifey? Richie, Craig and... Woody. Woody, yeah, for sure. Not Ben. No, no, certainly not Ben, no. <laughs> yeah, Woody with his knowledge of the game. So all those three, head and shoulders above Fifey. Um, and he wears a T-shirt to Bradford on a Tuesday night. <laughs> um, only, very good. <laughs> very, very good, sir. And do you know what? I would actually agree with a lot of the points you've made there. Uh, Craig is definitely boy. Woody certainly knows the game. And Rich is mega rich and could take this a lot further than I can with my <laughs> bank balance. That is for sure. So... You've, you've seen how it's going, Blair. Who's going second? I feel a bit harsh now. Go on, I'll get it over and done with. I'm, I'm not sure I can do this. Okay. Right. Any number between one and five, but not number three? Five, Louis Reed. Number five? Fools rush in should be cancelled indefinitely. Ooh. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. At least no. 30 seconds, please, Claire. I can I know? How can I do this? No, no. No, you can't no. say no. Oh, no. This is... Oh, this is cruel. I'm not sure I can do this. Um, okay. Right. Here we go. Get that clock rolling quick. Yeah. Right. Balls rushing should be cancelled indefinitely. All it does is it holds up my night. My kids aren't getting fed on a Monday and a Friday. And then on the Tuesday and Wednesday, someone's messaging me about it. So they're not getting fed for four days a week. All right. You get all these opinions on there. You've got Big Time Ben on there. Big Time Ben. Big Time Charlie. He's on all the other podcasts. Hey, do you know what I mean? You've got, you got old Craig on there. No, 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 no. Woody, well, mm, I'll leave Woody alone. I like Woody. We think, we think alike. As I'm, for pausing, Mike, I'm pausing Mike the clock there, coming on. Mike's providing more entertainment and he's not on. Like, no, it should be cancelled indefinitely. Lower league look. Yeah, they got McCurdy on there and Jack Payne. Bosh. Like that. Who do we get? Kean Harris. Mm. Oh, no, I'd rather be watching McCurdy. Yeah, no, cancel it indefinitely. I want my life back. My kids want their mum back. No. Is that it? Time up. Yeah, you went over the 30 seconds, but you seem to be enjoying Thanks yourself. Thanks for that very much. <laughs> you went... No, ju just, we at didn't the point you, just at the point that you started talking about Key and Harry's, you'd hit 30 seconds. You <laughs> rotter, you. <laughs> you rotter. You hit that pal. So, Joe... Very good, though, Claire. Very good. Very uncomfortable. That was. A certain level of uh, a passion in there, that's for sure. Um, so, Joe, would you like number one, number two, or number four? She's number five, I wonder why. <laughs> Craig is not negative. He's realistic. The rest of the fools are just happy clappers. 
I think Craig's just a grumpy ass, to be honest with you. No, 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 that's not defending that at all. <laughs> um, um, no, Craig's not a. I'm. Say <laughs> um, <it> again. <laughs> Craig's not negative. He's realistic. The yeah. rest of the fools are just happy clappers. Oh, that's a really hard one. Why couldn't I have had a nicer one? Because um, there is no nice ones. <laughs> that's the game, Joe. There's no nice ones. <laughs> and I've got a defending. Uh, I don't know. Craig is I would. I would say I'd offer you a different one, but I didn't give Claire that luxury. Claire, can you give <laughs> me another one, please? <laughs> can I have are you are you really struggling? Yeah, I can't. I don't. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. Uh, two or four. Four, Tom Clayton. Okay, you're not allowed to change this time. Okay. Stop highlighting the women's game. Nobody cares. Two. Are you glad you changed now? I'm glad <laughs> you get... I, I would have thrown the towel in if I'd have had that one. Oh, it's true. <laughs> um, oh, God. Oh, God, Fifey, why'd you do this to me? Because this is this is hilarious for me. See, you lost no, no. See, Gav was fine with it. He didn't care. <laughs> it's, um, Just yeah, nobody, nobody does care, do they? Um, at the end of the day, it's um, they're not even well. They're very, very rarely allowed to play at the county ground. So why should anybody give two shits about the women? Um, I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. Um, I can't. I'm such a feminist. Why do I have to do this? <laughs> um, oh, I love this game. Oh no, you can't. I don't know what to say. Honestly, I really don't because I can't. I can't be. No. Woody's. I mean, to be fair, look. Even so, thank you for the regular palette. Woody's even trying to help you here. I know. Okay, so I totally agree with what Woody said about the women's game and the same game that he played before I played tonight. <laughs> oh dear me! I can't say anything. It's it's pretending. It was a valiant effort. I'll tell you what, Joe. You did a lot better than Rich did when he got asked to play this game. That's what? for sure. I'll take that then. Thank you. <laughs> um, do you want to know what number two was out of interest? Yes, please. Can you do that one? Can you defend that one? Yeah, I, I can. I can defend it. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so number two was that Fools Rush In do not actually entertain anybody and should stick to monotone, informative pieces, which, of course, is correct because nobody wants idle gossip, chit-chat and a load of 20 to 70-year-old men chatting absolute bollocks for two hours a week, uh, two hours a day, twice a week. Um, they, they want cold, hard facts. And at the end of the day, we don't have resources within the club like certain other podcasts do to be able to get actual information. So all we're doing is wasting everybody's time by swearing uh, in the name of clickbait, essentially. That's all Fools Rush In is, is aggressive clickbait. So we should stick to monotone, non-emotive, factual pieces from now on. Very good, Fifey. Very good. <laughs> Did you see Missy's boots today? Did you see that uh, a certain other podcast had Messi's football boots today? I saw some pictures of some football boots, yeah. No, uh, but fair play. There was, uh, I understand there's all sorts of festivities going on, and it's nice that people are able to build an atmosphere at, at the game. So fair play. Yeah, 
Agreed. The boots weren't ever worn, mind you. <laughs> just, just looking through the comments, Mike's saying that what I've said is true. Um, Nick, on the other hand, Nick, usually the ladies' man of the pot, uh, can't believe two ladies can't tell untruths. <laughs> We're nice people, Nick. We're nice people. It's fine, thank you. He's a Claire. It's um, not Joe. You've, you've all been very good sports. Thank you very much for coming on on Boxing Day. I genuinely hope you've had great Christmases. I cannot thank you enough for coming on. Um, Gav, we'll let you get back to bed. <laughs> for one. Um, the sun's coming up. The sun's oh, coming don't up. tell us that, Gav. The sun. The sun. <laughs> Oh, he's teasing us Every now. Every day is 30 degrees. Wow. Cheers, Gav. <laughs> um, but no, Claire, it's always a pleasure having you on. Joe, we will see you at Northampton. And, uh, and Gav, enjoy the hot weather. We'll see you towards the end of the season when you're back in the country. Perfect, yeah. Um, thank you all very much. Thank you as well for watching. Um uh, I saw some of the regulars have come on to show their sport. I've seen the likes of Woody. Um, I've seen Nick. I've seen Ben's watching as well. Um, and thank you to, to everyone who's offered comments. Um, we really do appreciate it. Thank you for taking time out of your Boxing Day evening to spend time with us. Uh, on behalf of myself, tonight's panel and the regulars, um, we will be back. We've got a, another, we've got that trial that trial thing that me and Ned are really looking forward to on the 30th. So we'll see you on Friday if we don't see you at Northampton. But from Falls Rush In, it's a very good night. Take my hand, take my whole life too. But I can't help falling in love.